Hello friends, welcome back to another week and welcome back to another episode of Hi Friends the Podcast. This is Rachel and I am the host of the show and I am just so glad that you are here. I hope that everyone has had a great week as of last week and I know that there's just been some crazy weather that's been bopping in up north, down south. I know that here in Dallas, we're going to be getting some weather for sure at the later part of this week. Um, So we're kind of waiting to see how that goes. Um, But I am super excited for today's episode. I... I'm just so excited. I feel like everyone hears me talk all the time about my link card and I really am truly just obsessed with it. Um, I have one for my own personal things, but then I also have one for my business and everything like that. So link is a digital networking card um, where people can basically scan. You can tap your card to people's phones and they can download all your contact info and get all of those things and just be instantly connected with you. You don't have to worry about like trying to go find all of your different business cards and being like, oh, where did I put so-and-so? Is like, it's all right there in the app or in your contacts, which is so great. And so today we have the founder and CEO at Link um, on the episode today. So I am so, so, so excited and hyped for this one. Um, I met Elliot a while back um, just because I thought the company was really fascinating so I reached out to him on LinkedIn was like hey I would love to chat with you just about what Link is about and how you kind of came up with it and all of those things so um, we had chatted a while back and then when I started the podcast I was like oh my gosh we absolutely have to get Elliot on the podcast and so this episode in 2022 here he is he has some some just really incredible and so such fun stories to tell and I am just super excited for you to get to hear all the things Elliot co-founded the digital business card company Link after five years spent as a software engineer and marketing director at the Target acquired startup Shipped, and he lives in Birmingham, Alabama with his wife Taylor and their dog Sebastian. And it was just such a treat to have Elliot on the podcast with us. So let's go ahead and hop into the episode. Awesome. Well, hey guys, I am so, so excited to have Elliot with us today. Um, I think that Link is just super cool and him as a person is super cool. When um, a couple months ago, honestly, it might've been like a year ago at this point, but I had reached out to him just being like, Hey, I just love your product. I'm just so interested. Um, will you like sit and chat with me? And he did. And it was so fun to get to kind of hear that like entrepreneurial experience. So I wanted to invite him on the podcast, um, today to get to chat more about, um, entrepreneurship and link and all the things. So Elliot, why don't you go ahead and just tell us a bit about yourself and, um, how you ended up where you are now. Yeah. Well, hey, Rachel, thank you so much for having me. Um, I love getting emails like yours from people that are just fans uh, because I send emails like that all the time and it's just a fun way to strike up conversation. Um, So in all that excitement, I forgot what your first question was. What did you say? How did I get where I am? Is that what you said? Yeah. Just tell us a bit about yourself and like how you are where you are now. Cool. So um, I was born in 1992 in Tennessee um growing up I always you know my dad would ask us to do chores and I was always looking for a way to like automate things or do things more efficiently growing up and it drove my parents crazy um but when I got into startups after I graduated college in 2015 um I quickly learned that that was 
that was kind of one of the tickets to scaling a business is like learning how to automate and build processes and things that would scale. And so I've kind of tried my best to parlay that, um, that weird quirk of mine into a career. But yeah, I graduated college in 2015 from Lee University. I was a music business major, so pretty much nothing to do with what I do now. Uh, but I loved making music. I loved the creativity of it. And I took a job at this, this at the time, brand new startup called Shipped in Birmingham, my hometown, uh, which is where I'm joining you from today. So I took a job at Shipped uh, because one of my best friends from high school was like employee number three. You know, they had like nine people at this point and he was like, just come check it out. The CEO is a really sharp guy. See what you think. I think you'd like him. So I, I interviewed for an operations position and, or no, excuse me, for a customer service position. And they called me a couple of days later and said, we don't think it's going to be a good fit. And I was like, okay, like, wow, like, what are your hiring criteria? You have like no one working there yet. Uh, but then they said, but we do think this other position would be a better fit. And it was called city launch. And I was like, well, that sounds fun. So I love space. I like launches. Uh, and basically what I got to do was travel around and open up new cities, like launch new cities for ships. Shipped was a grocery delivery startup. And so I got to travel a lot. Part of what I had to do during my time there was a lot of like manual work and spreadsheets and communicating with people. And I thought, what if I could automate this? So I got into Zapier. You've heard of Zapier. Um, and eventually needed more kind of custom behavior out of it. And so I learned to code a little bit. And then I was like, oh my gosh, code is my favorite thing ever because I can automate everything in the world uh, way faster than I could do it myself manually. So I got into code. I became a software engineer at Shift. And then by the time I left, I was director of technical marketing at Shift. Um, fun fact, at Link, I just hired my old boss, Ross, to be our head of growth. So that's really fun. We worked together at Shift. But anyway, I left Shipped um, after five years. They were acquired by Target. I left shortly thereafter to start Link with two of my good friends from Shipped and have been chugging away at Link since 2019. Uh, we're a digital business card company. We're having a lot of fun. Yeah, what a cool story about like starting and like that taking that like you were talking about like, oh, like this quirk, like this thing that I kind of like and making a career out of it and like working, I mean, at like Shipped is a super cool place to start considering like, yeah. you know, how it's grown and, you know, where it is being acquired by Target. Very cool. We all love Target. <laughs> yeah. But okay. It so wild ride for sure. Yeah. Okay. So at the end, you were starting to mention Link. So tell us all about Link. What is Link? And, you know, what is Link's origin story? Where were you like, this is something that needs to be put into the world? <laughs> this is a fun one. So targeted bot shipped, to be totally honest with you, we were getting a little bit antsy a little bit bored because shipped had become a really big company and me jared and patrick the guys who started like um you know we were addicted to the hustle and grind of startups and fast pace and shipped had gotten a little bit bigger and more bureaucratic which is necessary as you grow but we wanted to be back in a startup so we were toying around with some different ideas um and one of them was a marketing automation software it basically would grow your instagram account automatically for you and a lot of small business owners that we talked to really liked the product and wanted to buy it, but we didn't have a really efficient way of getting people that we would meet to the website and giving them our contact information and basically establishing that relationship or, or you know, taking their money. We didn't have a good way to do that when we'd meet people in person. And we thought, you know, our first thought was like, we need business cards, I guess. But then the more we thought about it, it was like, it's not very cool to be like, we're at a tech company, we're starting another tech company to be like handing out paper cards. And we had seen that um, 
phones could scan QR codes just with the camera. This was like back when that was, excuse me, a pretty new feature. And we were like, what if we just put this info into a basic website and then made it shareable through a QR code on our phone? So the very first version of Link was a, it was the lock screen photo of your phone and we would just throw a QR code on top of it, which is actually still a good way to use it. But um, that was the first version of Link and it was meant just to share this like idea that we had. And eventually people were like, yeah, cool, cool. I like the marketing idea, but how do I get a digital business card like that? And so we were like, hmm, the consumer kind of told us what they wanted and we pivoted to, uh, to what is now Link. So that's the origin story. That was in 2019. We still had a full-time job as we were building the, the prototype. And then we actually debuted it at a tech conference here in Birmingham. So it was called Sloss Tech. And Alexis Ohanian, the co-founder of Reddit, was the keynote speaker. And during his Q&A, um, I had a Link t-shirt on. I stood up and was like, hey, you should invest in Link, pretty much. I was like, when are you going to invest outside of Silicon Valley? Because that's something he mentioned. I was like, we'd love to be your first investment. And he read my shirt and he was like, pitch me Link. And everybody kind of laughed and he was like, I'm serious, pitch me Link right now. So I pitched from the balcony, they couldn't get the mic up fast enough. So I'm screaming this pitch um, to this guy. And anyway, it was a really fun moment, you know, hometown moment. And then after the show, we met up, met up with him backstage and he was like, so show me this again. And we showed it to him in person. And he was like, you guys should pursue this. This is a really cool idea. So that in combination with like a single paid deal that we got from a political campaign, very random, that was going to pay our apartment rent for the next month was enough to get us to quit our jobs and go for it. So we did. Um, we raised a little bit of investor money, got our last check uh, the week that Birmingham shut down from COVID in March of 2020. So the timing was a little scary. Uh, and then we kind of sat on our butts for a few months, like just building because there were no events, no like conferences going on. People weren't out and about networking. So we re-ramped the software. And anyway, we've been growing ever since. It's been a lot of fun. That's super fun. I didn't know that story about literally screaming from the top of a balcony at a <laughs> thing. That's hilarious. It was, uh, you know, there are a few moments that I look back on uh, like that. And yeah, it's just, it's the best example of just like go for it because you never know what's going to happen. Um, and if it had been a total flop, like no one would have remembered it, but it wasn't and it led us to where we are now. So always go for it. I feel like that's like such like an entrepreneur like thing to like happen or like that's like such an entrepreneurial story. Like, oh, of course that would happen. Like, you know, I agree with the story. You, but it's a product of, it's a product of just putting yourself uh, in, what, what am I trying to say? Putting yourself in an environment where luck like that can happen to you. You just got to just gotta put yourself out there. I don't know. And yeah. then as soon as the opportunity arises, just got to do it. Yeah. Okay. So obviously Link and everything, it's revolving around networking. So like what yeah. makes you and like your co-founders like excited about networking in that aspect? I mean, obviously you talked about consumer insight, um, consumer yeah. being like, um, this is what we want actually. <laughs> um, but like what like makes you continue to stay excited about it? It's a great question. When I was in college, um, <clears throat> I always had these entrepreneurial like as uh, aspirations but I didn't quite know what I wanted to do. Um, I definitely wanted to go to space. I still want to go to space, but I figured maybe start somewhere a little smaller than space to get credibility. Um, 
but someone asked me like, okay, like, what do you want to do? And I was like, I don't know. I just want to connect people. And, you know, this was like 2013 and I didn't know how that was going to manifest, but my dad has always been kind of one of those super networkers. He just knows a lot of people. He's very genuine and he like genuinely just enjoys connecting people to someone that might be of help to them or that they might be of help to. Um, and, and I've, you know, I adopted that same behavior. I just love, I love connecting people. And when we started Link, I, I didn't like, I didn't set out thinking my dream is to build a digital business card company. But when we started to see the implications of the tech um, and at that conference, people we didn't know were coming up to us and saying, this is like, this is way more efficient than how I've ever networked. Like I, I using this, you know, giving someone my phone number immediately right there on their phone, you know, people were saying, I set up a job interview for next week, or like I have coffee with a potential um, customer next week because of this. And like hearing things like that, um, we immediately identified this kind of greater purpose of, you know, you can connect on social media, which is a little, it's kind of a loose connection unless you really milk it. Um, but then when you meet somebody in person, you make a genuine connection with someone. And a lot of times you're, you're resorting to handing someone like a piece of paper at the end of the interaction, or you're like, Hey, what's your phone number? You text them. And then you like lose the context of who that person is, where you met them. And so as we thought about it, we were like, we have the opportunity to give people the best way to represent themselves and what they do to the people that they meet. And that drove us because that's exactly what we were trying to do with Sidekick, with our marketing idea. We were like trying to best represent the idea and who we were in a way that was efficient and giving people that same opportunity has just been really cool. Like we're increasing the GDPR of in-person networking and that's fun. Yeah, I love that. I think that, you know, what you said about like, you know, that context behind connections is like super important because I feel like you can connect with someone on LinkedIn and then I feel like the LinkedIn algorithm is just like wild and like you can connect with someone and then never see anything that they post ever again. Yeah. Or like, or, and then like the whole messaging thing is like just wild, but then, you know, you, like you said, with these business cards, my whole thing, like when I was like, when I found like, I was like, this is so smart because like someone can hand me a business card. And this actually happened to me literally like last week where someone handed me a business card and then like a week later, whatever, I'm like, oh, maybe I actually like need it or whatever. And I can't find it. Yeah. Um, and so it's like, okay, well, it's that's lost. on a piece of paper. Like, but right. you link, you, you download the contact card or you add them to your like circle of connections you made through link. So, you know, okay, well, I met them in person. I met them at this thing. Let me go back to link and like try to find them. Even if I can't remember exactly what it was too. Yeah, exactly. We actually, to, to handle that exact use case, we just launched a business card scanner um, last week. So if you ever do get a paper card, you can immediately convert them to a permanent connection and then send them your info back. I also realized I said GDPR of in-person networking. GDPR is a um, <laughs> privacy data protection protocol that I've been hearing a lot because we're talking to some potentially big customers in Europe. What I meant to say was GDP. I don't want people to think I'm insane, but um, yeah, you're, you're exactly right. Like we, we saw that same thing happening. Like when you meet somebody they, they were just, we're so disparate, like we're on LinkedIn, we're on social media, we have a phone number, we have an email, we have a job. All that stuff is A, subject to change, and B, it's in a hundred different places. So like, why would you not share something that lets someone connect with you everywhere instead of just one of those places and risk missing out on that relationship? So Yeah, I am big on personal branding and things like that. And I mean, I've done like a lot, like obviously, you know, preparing to like finish out college and 
you know, when things, what I like about is like things change, but like, that doesn't mean I have to go to Office Depot and print all new business cards. What, exactly. Maybe like my colors change or uh, that's a little small thing, but maybe it's like, oh, like picture updates, like just work things. Maybe my email changes, maybe my phone number changes. You don't have to go change all those things. You can change it right there in like your little link profile world and you can link all the things. Um, so maybe you like, don't like your old portfolio work, like just swap it out. Um, right. Or just maybe you as a person changes and you want to change how you express yourself. Like that's, what's cool about the platform during, during COVID in 2020, um, when we kind of sat back, we took time and we, we converted link from this like very fixed format to much more of a customizable, you pick exactly what you want your page to look like and converted it to almost like a personal website builder, as opposed to just this strictly digital business card. And people express themselves in really, really cool ways using that flexibility. Excuse me. That's one of my favorite things about Link is like giving people the ability again to best represent who they are and what they do. And that's addicting. Yeah, super fun. Okay, so where do you see Link going? What's like your vision? Yeah, um, it's, it's pretty big. It's pretty crazy. But really what we're, what we're revolutionizing is not business cards, but it's actually sharing information. Um, we've been so beholden for so long to sharing information with someone, especially in person, in this like fixed physical form on like pamphlets, paper, um, you know, business cards is obviously an example of that. And like how many, how many like conferences have you gone to or booths have you stopped by where you get like a brochure and then you're like, what was this? It's way too much to digest. It's not permanent. It's not dynamic. Um, and it's just not like exciting a lot of the time. And really what like where we started was in person with business cards. But where we're going is completely transforming how people think about and share pertinent information. Um, so a product that is probably launched at this point, unless we hit a snag, uh, is the augmented reality business card. And there's never been anything like it. It's something that's been in the works for over a year. And what you'll see on our website is like, you have the ability to put yourself in essentially the metaverse and represent yourself um, in these really dynamic ways and in a way that's never been done before. And it's things like that that really excite me. We're like pushing the boundaries of not just how to best represent yourself, but how to best convey information to people, especially in an in-person setting. So that's where we're going the next like year or two, where we'll eventually be is revolutionizing how you share information, both digitally and in person um, and giving users the power to do it in, you know, their way. Yeah, that's super cool. I mean, I think that's something Link has always been good at is being kind of like adaptable and you know good to like turn and make the changes like I remember during COVID it was like okay so I have these business cards and I'm obviously not giving them to anybody because there's there's nowhere to go I'm I'm in my living room doing a zoom right. call or a presentation whatever but there were the zoom backgrounds that had the QR codes on them yep and that was always just so smart and I saw people using them and like and I use them in like conferences or speaking and things like that even like networking chats and calls just because it's like it's right there and okay, no, I'm not going to hand you a digital business card, but I'm also not going to send you a text box of a ton of links and different things that then you have to go copy and paste <laughs> or you close out of the Zoom meeting and they're gone. But right. 
in it right there and it's great um so I don't know I think that's really cool and everything that Link is doing that's being kind of more like on that like more like cutting edge being like okay what can we do next that's gonna like fill a need that people didn't realize that they needed so yeah it's been really cool to see this this like societal paradigm shift um because of COVID because of the pandemic I mean it flipped the whole world on its head but one of the things that it upturned was this notion of I mean, everything's contactless now. Payments are contactless. You saw these like really, really old companies, grocery stores immediately adopt Apple Pay, Google Pay, like contactless payment methods um, as kind of a safety protocol. And the world expects that. Like in two years, we went from totally fine with paper everything to like everything's contactless. And sometimes it takes these like huge societal shifts to push those narratives forward. Like the business card would have eventually been phased out, but we heard a lot when we started, like this has been going on for thousands of years, literally like you're never gonna outdo the business card. And maybe we would have, maybe we wouldn't have, but this this contactless narrative has definitely contributed to uh, kind of the acceleration of that. And it's been cool to see. Yeah, awesome. So um, you already told us a little bit about how you knew entrepreneurship was for you and things like that. But um, in other interviews and things like that, you've talked a lot about conviction in entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. So tell us more about this. Like, how does it drive your business mindset? How does it really like feed into entrepreneurial mindsets? Yeah, Um, it's just, it's a requirement, you know, like if you don't have conviction about what you're doing, um you're going to give up because this kind of plays into like you mentioned maybe talking about what I wish people asked me they never did um entrepreneurship's really hard um I'll get more to that later you know I mean a lot of things are hard it's not especially especially hard but it is it's, it's hard in a lot of ways and if you don't have conviction you know you'll throw in the towel and go back to something safer Um, and conviction doesn't have to be about, it doesn't necessarily have to be about the like mundane things that you're doing day to day. It can be like, sometimes I get to do really fun things day to day. Um, but conviction in the bigger vision of what you're building towards conviction in the people that you're hiring and surrounding yourself with and that you believe in, um, I mean, if you don't have that, you don't have anything, all your decisions will stem from that. And yeah, it's kind of, it's the starting point. You got to start there. And so don't pursue, like if you're pursuing an idea you don't have conviction about, just, just drop it or, or get convicted about it. Like, don't just like say, don't, it's not like positive thinking, like I'm convicted and then you will be, but like find aspects of it that you do feel really strongly about and that motivate you and go after those. Very cool. Okay. So driving back to that question of Mm. what is something that you wish people asked you about entrepreneurship, but nobody ever does. So I think, um, I thought about this for a little while. People ask me a lot of good questions a lot of the time, but I love when people who understand the implications of their questions or what I'm saying, ask me the questions. And so I wish that happened more. Basically, I wish I could talk more to people that are in the same boat. So like usually other entrepreneurs at a like high pressure, fast growing startup, um, so I don't know if that's a cop-out, but I wish I wish uh, those types of people would ask me questions more. And you, as you know, like running this podcast, like you get it. That's a startup. That's something that 
no one is like telling you to do like you're doing it out of your own volition and um you have to get out of bed every day and like go for it because no one else is going to do it um and i think that's what i mean just more people that know what it takes um it's way more fun to talk about wins and losses to those people um i guess than it is that to someone who who may not like get it it's cool to have like those shared stories and the aspects of like okay like they're not just like asking like I feel like you know there's that like level of like okay I don't have to like explain the bear the bear like the starting line because like we've all been at the starting line it's more about I like (laughs) it's not about it's about the journey I hate that but um yeah cliche that is but like in the aspect of like you don't have like everyone starts and everyone finishes but like it it's all of the things that you know go on in between to like grow and you know do things that's why people move at all the different paces and that's why some companies like scale bigger than others and all of those things yeah that's 100 true i think to boil it down uh maybe it's not even people that have been there you it's hard to find people that are like genuinely interested it's just it's just rare um you have to come across really intentional people and so i i have very intentional friends i just want to meet more of those people. I'm going to surround myself with more of those people. Um, so yeah, if that answers it. Yeah. Okay. So what are you working on right now? What are your kind of next steps? Um, either personally with link, all of the, all the fun things. Great question. So I'm working on how to be a dad. Uh, my wife and I are due for a first kid in April, which is crazy, awesome, and scary and exciting. Gosh, so exciting though. Yeah, we're having a boy, so I'm super excited about it. Um, that's the biggest thing going on in my personal life, for sure. Um, yeah, professionally, we are hiring a lot of really talented people. So the team has grown to 20 employees now, which is insane because we were at five people, like, feels like yesterday. Uh, so that is, like, awesome and scary because you want to do the best job by like, giving those people opportunity and freedom to make awesome decisions and you know, think about new hires and make sure that old employees are still really happy. It's just, it's a lot to think about, but it's really fun. Um, And then feature product wise, yeah, the augmented reality card, I have never been more excited about a link initiative um, because it, it's going to open up so many incredible possibilities that are just not possible in a two-dimensional space. So this whole like three-dimensional augmentation literally of what reality is it it's just really fun and it's also really fun to be doing it in conjunction with Facebook becoming meta and all the metaverse narrative it's just we've been planning on it before all that happened and now that it's happening it's just driving even more excitement internally so um we moved into a new office uh in the last month which I'm sitting in is really cool and anyway just excited about the new year excited about Christmas and taking some time off and uh, I love everything I love life super fun I love to hear I love when people say that like they're actually like enjoying like the space like the time that they're in because I feel like people be like oh there's like so many things going on and like breeze past that and be like wait but like I'm actually content with like what's going on right now and I like what's going on so yeah you have to be um it's kind of my job to never be like satisfied but doesn't mean I can't doesn't mean I have to be unhappy along the way you know, you gotta be pushing for more, but like, enjoy the journey. (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay. So as we wrap up, where can people find you and connect with you and also learn about link? 
boom, this is a this is a perfect place to say linkapp.com slash Elliot. That's L-I-N-Q-A-P-P.com and then slash Elliot is E-L-L-I-O-T-T, two L's, two T's. But yeah, that's that's the um that's everything. That's our website, that's everything about me. That's that's my literal phone number. Reach out. Um, let's connect and learn more about Link. And if I can be of help to you or anybody listening, let me know. Yeah, awesome. Well, thank you so much for being a part of today's episode. Um, I think this is going to be super good. Super excited. I talk about Link all the time. It literally was in another one of my podcast episodes that I published recently because the guy was like, "Yeah, I like use this digital business card, Link," and I was like, "Oh my gosh, I use Link." No way. Um, yeah, it was one of it was somebody that I really looked up to in the professional community, and it was so fun. We like we actually like got so excited about it that we blew out, um, the mic and we had to restart because it overwhelmed the system because we got so loud about it. <laughs> now that is awesome. I want to blow out a mic. I'm so excited. That's um, awesome. But okay. Awesome. Well, we'll make sure all those things are linked. So anyway, again, thank you so much for being a part of it and we'll talk soon. Awesome. Thank you, Rachel. Talk soon. Oh my gosh, so much fun. I hope that all of y'all enjoyed that episode and hearing about Elliot's story and the story of Link. I think that it is just so fun and networking is obviously something that I am so passionate about and which is one of the many reasons why I do love Link's products. Um, I have the Apple Watch too, the Apple Watch bands um, where I can literally just go and tap my Apple Watch up to somebody's phone and it's just so fun. People always like get so excited when they see me use it or when they like find out what it is so i will actually have a code for 15 percent off of your link purchase in the description below which is so fun and i totally encourage you to get it go connect with me on link on link i will have link in my description as well of mine and all of those things so um, I hope that you enjoyed this episode and maybe found a fun little new networking tool as well um be sure to follow along on Instagram and the website um, at Hi Friends by Rachel is the Instagram and then just HiFriendsByRachel.com as well. So that is it for this week. If you guys have any suggestions on what you want to hear in the upcoming weeks, months, um, year, please feel free to reach out to me and let me know. Please share. Um, we're running some Instagram polls and stories and things like that um, where you can engage and let us know, you know, what y'all want to hear from the podcast um, upcoming. And if you have any specific guests or any topics or anything like that, would absolutely love to hear as we keep planning out these episodes. So like I said, that is it for this week. And I hope that you guys have a blessed week and get to maybe do something fun, maybe with some of this colder weather coming in. Please stay, stay safe, stay warm, and I will talk to you guys next week. Bye, friends.